look at the bigger picture, Robert Cantwell is with us, founder and portfolio manager, Upholdings Investment Management. So your thoughts here. Um, we could talk about the labor market waiting on the uh, jobs report tomorrow. What's on your mind here? Hey, Nicole. Well, what's on my mind is that we're in one of the worst markets for investors in the last 30 or 40 years. And uh, everyone is figuring out how best to navigate it, uh, given everything that we're having to work through. And you saw with the Fed's announcement yesterday that uh, uh, consumers and investors continue to hope for a turn. And it is very clear that that turn is further away in the future than anyone um, uh, can right now really stomach with their portfolios. And so what we're paying attention to is that some of the most followed largest companies have had the hardest time over the past couple of weeks here, whether it's Amazon or Meta. And investors are really looking to companies that are being extremely careful with their spending and investments. And interestingly, uh, there's a long list of lesser followed companies. You were mentioning Under Armour, there's Etsy, there's Datadog. These are companies that are continuing to report very strong fundamentals. And these are companies that are not part of these layoff lists that you've seen with Stripe or Lyft lately where that we're overbuilding in the past. So we're still hunting for these pieces within the market uh, where we think there are great multi-year opportunities for investors. So, yeah, and I, I want to ask you about the opportunities. Do you think that the Fed could bring down inflation without creating higher unemployment? Pretty unlikely. And, you know, a lot of the layoffs that you're seeing right now, this is this is just the beginning. Uh, millions of Americans are going to lose their jobs between now and Christmas. Uh, they just haven't been told about it yet. And, you know, one of the interesting things, if you looked at with Stripe, for example, that, that announced the 14 percent layoff, they had actually quietly been starting to slow hiring and reduce staff as far back as June and July. It's just only now where it's clear that the circumstances are so bad that they have to take more drastic action. And when you have a really high growth company like that lop off that much of its workforce, that means you're going to see thousands of other companies now make adjustments to their workforce based off of what they see the leaders doing. So unemployment without question is going to be going up over this over these next few months here. The question that for, for everyone is, is pushing unemployment up enough to bring inflation down? And I think what a lot of us are looking for is more tools to throw at this more fiscal response to enter itself into fighting, helping fight inflation as opposed to solely making it the Fed's responsibility. Um, so those are the things that we're paying close attention to right now. Yeah, and I know you had a few names there, uh, Stripe and Amazon and Lyft, and I, I think Zillow went into that group with the recent uh, layoff too that someone told me specifically one of her friends was laid off and they just did not expect it at all. Um, I think anybody who's following the markets and the environment can understand that we're in a very uh, tight and tough time. That being said, now going forward, I mean, you talk about opportunities. We look at 2023. Where are the opportunities? Where do they lie? Well, in, in some respects, it, it lies um, uh, in companies that aren't laying off employees right now, because for whatever reason, uh, you know, they are being benefited in this. So let's use Etsy as an example. Etsy is a marketplace that enables sellers to make money. Uh, and individuals that don't have a job sometimes will turn to a place like this for supplementary income, much they, like they would if they were to drive in a rideshare. So whether it's Airbnb that may see an influx of hosts because if folks are unemployed, well, gosh, maybe they're going to look at ways to extract more money from their real estate. Uh, Etsy is an example of folks that may have stuff to sell, but otherwise have, have difficulty accessing those audiences. So we like those marketplace opportunities 
uh, in an environment like this. Um, we also like these larger cloud enterprise software technology companies like Datadog, like ServiceNow, where their customers aren't consumers. Their customers are companies. And companies still have really robust balance sheets and are continuing to spend and invest in a way that individuals can't right now. So those are the two key lenses that we're using for identifying opportunities uh, in the current market. Right, understood. And as we get that jobs report tomorrow, uh, what will you be looking for? I mean, the expectations are for, you know, adding about 200,000 jobs, non-farm payroll jobs. Um, what are you looking for within the numbers? Yeah, the, you know, the, the jobs report itself has been a pretty difficult one to read. Uh, because it's continued to report positive numbers, but we don't think that it's actually done a particularly good job of reflecting what's going on in the economy as a whole. And um, uh, so I think what, what's been, where, where there's much more focus is around um, wages and whether or not those wages are starting to catch up to inflation or not. Because now, ironically, if wages start to catch up to inflation, that's a good sign for consumers, but it's also a bad sign that inflation might not be going away. So we're, this is a very trickier circular formula that's here. So I I think that the thing that we're focused on is less about job additions because as we've talked about, you know, more jobs are going to get removed over the next three months than added. Uh, and we're more focused on what's happening to the people that are making money. Um, are their wages starting to normalize a little bit? Are they starting to catch up to some of these inflationary pressures? Uh, or are they continuing to lag behind? Because I think that's going to be more telling about the health of our economy over the medium and long term. Right. And so when you look here at home versus abroad, is there a global story here on your mind as well? Well, the U.S. has actually been doing a pretty remarkable job for as, for as bad as it feels to, to be in the U.S. right now from an economic standpoint. It is much better here than any other country in the world right now. And you couldn't have said that five years ago. You know, five years ago, there were pockets in Western Europe that were really strong. Uh, Asia was coming on uh, in a number of different ways. And today, uh, with you know, a lot of the world focused around the dollar, the strength of the U.S. dollar, the continuing growth within the U.S. economy, we have many of, you know, we own many of the companies that drive a lot of Western technology. Uh, so the U.S. has actually been in a uniquely strong uh, stance um, for, for the past year or so. And we expect that story to likely continue to be the case over the next couple of years because Europe has a lot more challenges ahead of it uh, than the U.S. does. Right, right. And just the final thought as the portfolio manager there, are there certain sectors that you like more than others? You talked about some of the investments or types of investments that you make. Um, any final thoughts here? You know, with, with our investments, it's, it's, it's a combination of always trying to be on, on, the, on the right side of history. Uh, so, you know, which are the platforms today that are, that are going to be more popular in the future and generating more free cash flow for shareholders? Um, you know, we see a lot of that as we've shared in the cloud software world. And a lot of that still is in, you know, digital advertising has had, has had a very challenging quarter, whether it's Google, whether it's Meta, uh, but unmistakably, those are some of the most important platforms in the entire world. And we do not uh, discount um, or get too worried about what a short-term blip in results uh, that may happen at companies that big because the five, seven, 10-year opportunities when we're actually going to be selling these stocks to pay for our kids' college, those things are years off into the future. And this very may well could be a very unique buying opportunity for some of these incredibly impressive companies that have gotten particularly beaten up. Thank you for that. Robert Cantwell, thank you. Upholdings Investment Management.